that's the perfect time to find that spot that's not too far from home and also gives you a chance to enjoy some outdoor activities. How about some world-class museums, delicious cuisine, and learn more about historical events? And you probably ask, what place is that? (laughs) Well, it's Roanoke, Virginia that's on our list today. It's located in the Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains, so we all like that. And the city is filled with everything that makes the destination become one of our favorites. And it certainly has become one of mine after a recent visit. Now, for the outdoor enthusiasts, it is America's East Coast mountain biking capital. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? So I'll say it again. America's East Coast mountain biking capital. (laughs) So if you are a mountain biker, this is definitely your spot. You probably already know about it if you're a mountain biker. There are over 400 miles of trails for mountain biking, ranging from like those easy downhill rides that I probably would take to those challenging cross-country treks. So I think you can certainly find something that would be a fit for you if you like to do that type of thing. And Virginia's Blue Ridge also has been designated as the Silver Level Ride Center by the International Mountain Biking Association, certifying that it is a mountain biking community, meaning that it has everything there that makes mountain biking a good thing to do. So if you are a mountain biker, definitely put that on your list. But now while you're getting familiar with Roanoke's outdoor experiences, all you have to do is look up and see the Roanoke Star. And it sits on top of Mill Mountain. Now, a little bit about the Roanoke Star is it's the iconic symbol of Virginia's Blue Ridge. And it overlooks the valleys and the mountains. And I say you should also plan to go up there for what I call one of the most Instagrammable pictures that you'll probably ever take. And if you go at night, it's the largest freestanding illuminated star. Now, how is that for, you know, a recognition? So you can get in front of it, take a photo standing right there in front of it, post it on your Instagram, or just show it to your friends if you're not on Instagram, and they'll be pretty impressed with that. But you may ask, why a star? You know, why does Roanoke have this star that's the iconic symbol for them? Well, I like to say that it's a five-star city, and as I talk throughout the show today, you'll see why I believe it's a five-star city. But the story goes a little bit like this. The Roanoke Star was constructed in 1949, and it was meant to serve as a seasonal Christmas decoration for the holiday shopping season, this period of time that we're in right now. But it was an instant hit, and now it has become a beloved landmark, and you must go see it, day or night. I went during the day, but I definitely saw it at night, and it definitely signs really brightly. Now, I did mention that Roanoke is great for shopping, too. So it is home of the Black Dog Salvage. I'm sure that you've probably seen an episode of it on TV. It was on DIY Network for 11 seasons at Savage Dogs. Any of you see that? And you can go there. You can visit. And, of course, you can buy, too. And with over 40,000 square feet, yep, you heard me right, 40,000 square feet, there's a lot to see. Because you may just want to walk around and kind of look at everything. There's a lot to see there. But you can also buy a couple of things there. So sounds like a road trip if you want to buy some of those big items. And it's located in the Grandin Village. And while you're there, you can also enjoy a couple of other sites, too. The Roanoke River Greenway and Vic Thomas Park and the Wasina community. And that community is Roanoke's up-and-coming neighborhood where you can grab a bite to eat, even do a little bit of wine tasting at the Jolly Grape. I love that name, the Jolly Grape. Sounds like it's pretty good for wine tasting and probably hanging out a little bit too. So, okay, so now I mentioned the food. 
So let me tell you, because you guys always know that when I go on these trips, I am definitely checking out the cuisine. I'm checking out the food, the culinary scene, whatever you want to call it. And Roanoke is definitely becoming a culinary city. I literally ate my way around the city. I mean, literally, I did from one area <laughs> to, the, to the next area. And I can tell you all all about it. Now, I started at a place called Three Notch Craft Kitchen, where I saw my favorite on the menu, tater tots. So, okay, whenever I see tater tots, it's all a matter of what am I going to order to go with the tater tots? Because tater tots is definitely going to be something that I'm going to order. So that's my favorite. And when I see them on the menu, then I'm figuring out what goes with it. And Three Notch Craft Kitchen is also a brewery. So they have a lot of great southern dishes that are locally sourced and beer-infused dishes, too, that are designed to complement what's going on during the season and what they have on tap. They also have a full bar and craft cocktail menu as well that you can pair everything perfectly. And I just love all of that. The other thing, too, is that you can bring your dog on a leash to their restaurant. Now, I checked out another restaurant called Bloom Restaurant Wine and Bar, and they let me dive into several small plates created with, again, locally sourced ingredients. Seems like that's a really cool thing there in the Roanoke area. It was so cool to just kind of sit, sample a couple of dishes, and enjoy a cocktail. And another spot that I checked out was a place called The Green Goat, which serves up delicious meals in a location that you feel kind of like you're out in nature, a little bit like you're out of the city, but you're still in the city. So you can enjoy some really great things there. And that bar also has some delicious cocktails that you can pair with with your meal. Now, when you're in Roanoke, another spot to check out some really great eating is at the Hotel Roanoke. It's a historic site, so there's more going on at the Hotel Roanoke than just food. The hotel has been welcoming guests to the city since 1882. So it's been around for a long time. It was really built to accommodate the railroad industry that is well known to have a big impact on the city of Roanoke. So you can check out a meal there, a drink there, either their restaurants or their bars. You're going to have a very elegant experience and a really nice time to just really check out the hotel because those those historic hotels like that really have some stories to tell. So I had dinner in the Pine Room restaurant and also drinks in the 1882 bar. And I took several minutes also to walk around the lobby of the hotel Because if you look up in the area that's by the registration area, there's a historic mural that really tells the history of the area. And it's just kind of cool to check it out. Very artistic, very well done. Now, the hotel is also the meeting point for many other things to do. And I took a tour called the Roanoke Food and Culture Tour. And we started there with our tasting at the Hotel Roanoke with their signature she-crab soup. Or you could choose peanut soup. We could get either one. I, of course, chose the she-crab soup. You guys probably already knew that. (laughs) But they're both Virginia classics and so, so yummy. Now, as I mentioned, Roanoke's culinary scene is a tasty one, and you can do all of this, or you can create your own uh, itinerary to include a lot of different things to do, but I'm telling you, you will definitely want to include the culinary side of it. So check out the website, visitvbr.com, or visit roanokeva.com. And you'll find all the details to make your visit to the Virginia Blue Ridge the best one ever. Now, I'll stop here. When I return, I will share some unique and unusual things that I found in one of the hotel properties. It's the Liberty Trust Hotel. It has a spectacular sort of entryway. The architecture there is really, really just out of this world. When you walk through the door, you're just, you know, stopped kind of in your, in your steps there. 
<laughs> but there's also a calm elegance that says welcome home. So it kind of combines both of those. And I'll share my conversation with general manager and executive chef, Andy Schossler. And when I come back in a few minutes uh, here on Travel with Anita and Friends, I'll share all of that and a little bit more about some of the things that you can see, some of the things that you can do when you visit in Roanoke. Back in a moment here on Travel with Anita and Friends. It's the holiday season and the perfect time to check out the Georgia coast. And when I say the Georgia coast, I'm talking about Sapelo Island and a stay in the Sapelo Island birdhouses. Your perfect place to go and have a holiday getaway with the whole family. So check out the website, SapeloIslandBirdhouses.com, and start planning your stay in either a two-bedroom cottage overlooking the Atlantic Ocean or maybe inside the village, too. There's a little village there called Hog Hammock that has all of the culture history, and things like that that you want to explore. Check it all out at sapeloislandbirdhouses.com. travel style casual luxury adventure or is it just relaxing whatever your style Roanoke Virginia can fit the bill welcome back to travel with Anita and friends I was recently there and stayed in the Liberty Trust Hotel it's a newly renovated property in the center of Roanoke close to all of the great restaurants shops and museums it's a blend of architectural design history and what I call elegant style it has a story and one that shares the history of Roanoke and the building itself. I asked Andy Schossler, General Manager of Liberty Trust and General Manager of the Vault Restaurant, to share the story and his story of creating a unique experience at the hotel. The Liberty Trust building was actually the first skyscraper in Roanoke with an elevator. Uh, and it was designed for the coal barons that uh, would bring the Norfolk and then Norfolk and Western coal trains through this area. So they wanted to design a bank that looked opulent um, to express the wealth of the coal industry, and they did so with the beautiful vault, uh, all the marbled ceilings, the um, the, the bow uh, French architecture with all the marble and everything like that. So opulence was definitely uh, a set-in thing, and it's uh, you know people tends to have their jaws drop when they open look inside because it it really would have been a shame just to to, to tear it apart. So I'm really impressed that they kept every aspect that they could of the the old architecture and design in the place and it's just a, it is it's a gorgeous piece of property well you're absolutely right about that it is very gorgeous and and just you know it really kind of harkens back to you know to the olden days too because they don't build them like this no, anymore. that's right <laughs> they certainly don't so let's talk a little bit though about the whole process of turning what was a bank into a hotel well very difficult process because again one of the the values of the property was to go through the historical society and preserve everything that could possibly be preserved um, the bank vault for instance you know uh, there were actually six of them at one time in the building so we had black dog salvage and there was actually a show that they they did the, of the salvage dogs 
of them removing the um, some of the other vaults and so forth and repurposing them into furniture and things like that. We have a piece behind the front desk that's actually made out of the, the etched um, steel from one of them. But uh, if you go upstairs, you'll notice all of the doors are, are rimmed with copper, um, mm -hmm. which is unheard of in this day and age. But those were all the office doors. So, so one of the things was the original layout of the, of the upstairs had to stay the same. So the rooms were built, and it's what makes a boutique hotel such an interesting piece of property is that you're not designing a space, you're, you're, you're working within the confines of a space. So you have these unique, unique hallways, unique uh, uh, hotel rooms, different size rooms, different layouts and everything like that. And that's what really makes it special and, and you, know, you know, one of a kind. Absolutely one of a kind. I love my room. It overlooks, uh, you know, the city, and I get a chance to see the railway, which is a big part of Roanoke mm -hmm. and it Roanoke's is. history. It really is. And also Roanoke today. I mean, the train mm -hmm. is still coming through, you know, pretty regularly. It, they are. They, we, we're the hub for our, the, the trains moving from uh, West Virginia down through to Norfolk, where the terminals are. Uh, in addition, what's really great is that the Amtrak is now running multiple routes coming through here, all the way down through the south, up through uh, D.C. and north. Uh, you can hop on a train for 40 bucks and go to D.C. and come back and just vice versa. We have people that are hopping on the train in D.C. for 40 bucks to come down here to get away from the big city to a nice, you know, little city where you can walk comfortably. And, and that's really the, the beauty of what's happening with Roanoke is that we're almost seeing a, a train revival mm -hmm. when it comes to that. And we, you know, it's great to be a part and we're, we're right here in the thick of it. So it's a, a wonderful, you know, atmosphere in general to, to be a part of and see that regrowth. Absolutely, definitely is. But now I want to talk a little bit though about the experience that you can have here at the at the hotel as part of the restaurant. Sure. Because you're also the executive chef here, and yeah. um, you mentioned the vault, so I want to talk about the vault because you use that as part of the restaurant as well. But it's a very different concept that you have here with the restaurant because the lobby becomes the restaurant right. as well. Right. So let's talk very, about that. Very new post-COVID concept in dining. And uh, you're starting to see more and more restaurants. Um, and and it, the trend is to dine almost as if you're in your living room. And mm -hmm. so like where we're seating right now are groups of uh, really nice plush couches with lots of little tables around for people to place drinks and foods mm -hmm. and so forth. So instead of having the formal you know, white tablecloth dining, we still have that level of cuisine. Mm -hmm. But we're doing it in a more informal but beautiful setting. Uh, as far as how we present the food and put the food out, it's uh, it's it's really high quality stuff, uh, but but a more of a relaxed, less stuffy kind of of vibe to it. Well, you're right. I mean, you really do feel as though you're sitting in someone's living room. Pretty at pretty home. pretty nice friends' living room. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Absolutely, you don't want to leave. I can tell you right. that. But now let's talk though a little bit though about your menu though, sure. because I've had the opportunity to dine with you mm -hmm. and gracious hospitality and just really nice service and delicious food. Oh, so you. let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, the the menu is, and it's funny because when I met the owners here, walked in the first time we clicked and we kind of knew exactly what we wanted to do with it. The menu is an exploration of, of if you were to go to hotels around the world. Um, and it really is that we wanted to present a small plate style format like you'd see in tapas in, in, in Spain or anything like that. However, we wanted to do different nationalities from around the world and as authentic as we possibly could. And I think we've achieved that, uh, you know, if, if a dish is uh, Japanese, it is very Japanese. It is, you know, we, we've studied it. We've done that that comes from my upbringing of it's funny not being able to travel because of being in the restaurant business as an owner for so long I never got the opportunity to do a lot of traveling abroad 
uh, because I was always uh, man in the <laughs> man in the market. But I, I've made a habit in my my life to study cuisines, and by making those cuisines and making them as authentic as I can, I, I get a sense of what that's like to be. I know that seems like a sad story, but it's not. I really oh. love that. It's a challenge I've always loved. You know, I've had a restaurant uh, in the past that was award-winning for its sushi as well as its international cuisine and French fare and so forth. We've tried to incorporate little bits of that mm. here. So the, the idea is, you know, hotel travel, it's a worldly experience. We wanted the menu to be a worldly experience. The wine list is, is to be worldly. The, the cocktails and drinks, you know, we're, we're looking for the best products from around the world we can bring in to, to make those dishes. Well, tell us some of your favorite dishes that you have on your menu. I love um, one that's been with me for a long. It's a hamachi crudo, and it's a Japanese um, sashimi dish with um, hamachi, which is a really, really nice, uh, uh, rich, fatty fish like a salmon. It's uh, served with a, a nice splash of yuzu juice as well as a curry oil and a sweet soy sauce that we make with uh, fried garlic chips on top. And it's just a great balancing of flavors and combination. I've had that format of, of flavors somewhere on my menu for almost 20 years. Uh, and I, I got that from one of the few times I was able to travel and I got to go to Cabo San Lucas and I was at a sushi bar with my wife and we had something similar and I just wanted to bring that back and mimic it. So we serve a dish called cachapori, which is a Georgian from the country of Georgia cheese bread. And you'll see a version of this throughout the Middle East and Turkey and, and um, Eastern Europe. Uh, and it's just a decadent, it's like the, the most calorie carb bomb you could ever have, but it's just, you know, it's a treat. It's, it's, if, you, if you're going to skip ice cream, you should have this, but, but probably not both of them at the same time because it's so rich. But it's uh, um, got a, a, what's called a sogoni cheese, which is kind of like a combination of feta and ricotta that melts into almost like a pizza crust. Uh, and then everything gets mixed together with an egg yolk and, and butter and seasonings, and then you dip the bread into the pool of molten cheese in the center. Great looking dish, cool dish, and a lot of people are, are really excited about it. I don't think you think about calorie chef when you're eating that. No, you just no, think about no. how good it is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now you mentioned the cocktail, so the cocktail list is, is really extensive too, and a lot of great great choices there. Yeah, we. Um, I, I'm working with a, a bar manager, um, Nexus, who's done a fantastic job with my other two uh, managers. We, we kind of have a joke that we, we, we brought the band back together, mm -hmm. and we've got kind of the old guard of Roanoke uh, high-end cuisine and um, uh, service and management between Paul, Dexter, and Nexus, uh, and they've put together with me a, a beautiful list of cocktails. We're not sparing any expense on, on any of the garnishes. or th Everything is juiced fresh that day, including mm -hmm. the orange juice, all of our our, our syrups are made in-house, our bitters are made in-house, and we, we, we try to buy the best. It's, a, it's the theme that runs through the, the restaurant is that quality in, quality out. What an amazing experience to stay in what was once a bank. Made me feel a little rich. You guys see what I did there? <laughs> Made me feel a little rich. <laughs> now stay where you are. When I come back, I'll ask Chef Andy about dining in the vault. Now that's a rich experience. I'll tell you all about it here on Travel with Anita and Friends. Back in a minute.
travel to enjoy the culture, and food is a big part of that. Food brings the people, place, and culture all together. There's so many ways to combine the three when you travel. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, during my trip to Roanoke, it was definitely a chance to put together people, place, and culture with the food, of course. And my time in the city also allowed me to learn more about the city's history. I want to pick up with my conversation with Chef Andy, who is also the general manager of the Liberty Trust Hotel. We talked about the unique atmosphere and the experience of dining in the vault restaurant. But he mentioned that there's actually a bank vault, which is part of the hotel lobby and the restaurant. So, you know, I had to ask some questions about that and I had to go in and check it out. And you can have a meal inside the vault. Are you wondering what that would be like? Well, I have Chef Andy here to tell us a little bit about it. But now you mentioned that there was one vault that was left, Mm -hmm. and that vault is part of the restaurant Mm -hmm. as well. So tell us about that experience. Is that something that someone needs to reserve, or is it just first come, first serve? It is. It's a a reservation preferred system because we do book it. And now that it's starting to get popular, as you saw last night, we're booking it. And so it's really great to make sure if you have a group of six or so that you want to do a special dinner for, great room, private, but you feel like as just like the most VIP thing in the world because you're still open to the restaurant to some degree. And what's also unique is we have a wine cruvenet, which is a wine dispensing system in there, allows you to swipe a card, add money, and we have our higher end wines available as a tasting format. So you can pour yourself a one, three, or six ounce glass of very nice wines and, and do tastings yourself with beautiful Roydell glassware that's matched to the wines and so forth. So it really kind of gives a great experience that you're only allowed to be interactive. We have our other wine cruvenet system behind the bar with 24 bottles that the bartenders pour from. And then the one in the vault is self-service for the customers to have their own privacy and be able to share and taste and, and, and pick things you might not normally want to spend the money on purchasing a full bottle at a hundred dollars a bottle but this way you could have a sip and a taste and and experience those things so it's a pretty special place but now do you need reservations for a regular uh, dinner experience it's it's actually a first come we don't take reservations Mm -hmm. uh, unless we're doing a large group uh, that want to book like a whole area of the restaurant or anything it's a first come first serve and we wanted to keep that casual aspect to it so Mm -hmm. you know we wanted to be available for the guests to be able to come down to the lobby and find a place to sit Mm -hmm. and and share so that's that's the uniqueness of it and it's uh, carrying through very well I think you're definitely going to become also to the spot where people come after work I definitely. mean it feels like that <laughs> it does yes <laughs> uh, we're gonna be the spot for bankers at least we know that because they'll feel familiar in it but uh, exactly. yeah, it's, it's 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 really great and we've actually had several people that used to work here that came in and have been like yeah I used to work in this building and it's so great that you guys are now surfing we can we can hang out in it so uh, it's a good feeling all around they can have a drink yeah. where they used to work. Right, work. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. But now let's talk just really quickly too before we wrap everything up about uh, booking a room. If you have any kind of specials or anything like that coming up, do you do those kind of things? Packages or we do. Um, you know, the best thing to do is to call our front desk. And if you're looking to be, to have a package event or anything, we'll we'll get you to our sales director where we can do everything from events. We have a mezzanine level with a boardroom that fits up to twenty some people. Um, any of the specialty things we can certainly be uh, really good to tailor to what people want, including Christmas parties and so forth. Packaged room deals are always negotiated for, you know, bridal parties and so forth. So all those things are great. We have AAA rates. Uh, it's a really good thing. We always try to suggest is to go through us because our people at the front desk and our sales, they know best how to treat you and what to get 
and what you're after and how to select a room where if you go to a third party site, you might not get that same experience. Exactly. Uh, you're getting the pick with the litter. So it's really great to, to talk to one of our people at the front desk. So you might get me on the phone. So, <laughs> Well, give us that and number because ho hopefully they'll get you because you are just a very kind person. Oh, I really enjoy so our time together. So how can, how can they reach you here by phone and by website as well? Yeah, by, by, by website at thelibertytrust.com and also can anybody at the front desk can dial through to me and get a hold. We're also on Facebook. You can look up the Liberty Trust and find us there and uh, we'll answer messages right away. So yeah, the easiest way is the old school telephone and uh, you know, the ability to stay here in such a beautiful setting for three whole nights, you guys. I say for three nights. And I had uh, appetizers one night and yep. then came back for dinner a second night with dinner and drinks and wine and everything. And just really a great experience. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. And I'm glad you guys, you didn't get tired of us after three days. So we, we were happy to have you. Well, I'll be back. I, oh, I can promise you that. Thank you. So, thank you so much. Book your stay at the Liberty Trust Hotel and make sure you have dinner, wine, and cocktail at the Vault Restaurant. And tell Chef Andy that I sent you. And tell him I said hello. <laughs> Visit their website, thelibertytrusthotel.com. And hey, you might just see me there too, sitting at the bar, enjoying another delicious dish of, uh, of something that the chef has made, and a glass of wine. <laughs> the Liberty Trust Hotel is located in the center of all things that there are to do. So there are several museums also that I did push myself away from that counter and go out and do a couple of other things as well. I checked out the Harrison Museum of African-American Culture, which is located inside the center in the square. It highlights the local history of African-Americans who have made contributions to the community in things like uh, education, uh, medicine, and the arts. And the museum provides a place to preserve, showcase, and advocate for the culture with displays of memorabilia, art, photographs, all of the African-American people in the Roanoke Valley. So check out their website at harrisonmuseum.com. Now across from the Harrison Museum in the center in the square is the Roanoke Pinball Museum. You heard me right. There's actually a pinball machine museum. <laughs> and some of the pinball machines date back to the early 1900s. And you'll be amazed with the collection that takes you through time, actually, with the machines, all the way through time to present-day machines even. Now, if you are a fan of pinball machines, or maybe if you have a favorite on your playlist or you still play with them, uh, well, here's a museum that is filled with all of the memorabilia that will certainly take you down memory lane. And you can have a little fun playing with them, too. So they're interactive. I was really kind of surprised to find that out, that you can actually play them. But you'll want to also learn about the history of the machines and really what they were maybe involved in, because some of them were even in movies. So visit their website, RoanokePinball.org. And my producer, Bill Main, is shaking his head, so I think he might be headed over to Roanoke to check out that pinball <laughs> museum. Now, I haven't forgotten about the art lovers, and there is the Tomlin Museum, which gives artists a view of, like, you know, putting their art in a really nice museum right there in the center of town in Roanoke. And while I was there, the Titan and the Monet exhibit was showing. And it was, it's still there through January. So there's a chance for you to go and see that as well. There's also the work of Betty Branch and her exhibit called Retrospective. You'll want to spend a little time admiring her pieces because they are very thought-provoking and very original. I spent a lot of time really checking out her, her material. And then there's also the train and... Um, the Virginia Museum of Transportation is great for train and transportation lovers. 
Let me get this right for you guys. So it's the Virginia Museum of Transportation. Now, they're featuring a special permanent exhibit called From Cotton to Silk, and it's all about the African-Americans' contribution to the railroad system. Visit vmt.org. Now, after a day of touring, check out some of the local breweries, Old Salem Brewery, the Golden Cactus Brewery, a Big Lick Brewing. How do you like that? <laughs> so my trip was definitely an eye-opener. I have always wanted to explore the Blue Ridge Parkway, and I had a chance to do that, and so can you. So start by planning uh, maybe a road trip, or Delta has a nonstop there as well. So check out the websites. Visit vbr.com or visit roanokeva.com and start planning your own itinerary to go and visit Roanoke, Virginia, and have some of the similar experiences that I had. Now, I'll stop here and I'll take a break. And when I come back, I want to see how you guys are doing with your Christmas list. Are you checking it twice and making sure that you're naughty and nice or maybe the people on your list are naughty and nice and what you're going to give them? I have a long list of some ideas for people who like to travel or maybe even people who, you know, have a few things that are on this list that they can use in their day-to-day lives. But we'll check it all out when we come back on Travel with Anita and Friends. Back in a few minutes. beginning to look a lot like Christmas and all the people on your list will be waiting to see what Santa brings. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. And I have a long list of gifts for travelers in your life but you know what? Some of these gifts are perfect for day-to-day life at home, at work, and at play. And this year I'm looking a little bit more with things that are made from recyclable materials. And in the backpack category, I found several and some of the other things as well. So I'll start off with the backpacks because one of the things about a great backpack is that it is great for travel, but it's something that you can use in your day-to-day life at home, at work, as well as at play. They're great for outdoor activities, for hiking, biking, things like that, or just, you know, cruising around the town as well. So one of the first bags I want to share with you is by a company called Travel On Bags. And the name of this backpack is Greenlander. So that right there lets you know that it's all about sustainable production methods, to help keep the environment a little cleaner. And it's also an anti-theft bag. It's made with those recyclable materials, but also it has a security system there so that the bag is not easily slashed and those prying hands can't just get right in there. So it protects protects your, your valuables from those prying hands from the front, from the side, as well as from the bottom. And it also has RFID blocking too. So you can really pack this one with Really a whole peace of mind. And the next one is Targus by a company called Targus. And it is also made from recycled materials. And this backpack is not only stylish, but it helps the environment as well. And what I like about this one is that it states right there, when you check it out on the website, that it's made from nine plastic bottles. So they're really taking things out of the landfills and putting them into products that we can actually use. So check it out, the Targus Sangano EcoSmart Travel Backpack. And next on my list is again by Travel on Bags. 
and it's called Origins. And they have a large backpack that also is made from sustainable materials. I'm kind of on a, you know, I'm on a trend here. Theirs is also um, protected with some antibacterial properties. Now, how about that? Because sometimes we are putting some, you know, kind of rough things in our bag, especially after a hike or maybe if we've taken a bag on a fishing trips. So this is a good bag for helping to keep things clean as well. And with all travel on bags, they're putting that anti-theft in there with four layers of protection in case someone wants to attempt to slash your bag. Hey, we don't want any of that. And travel on takes care of it for you. Now, another backpack that I have on my favorites list is by Allion Cases. And what's neat about it is this case is made of aluminum. And you may say a backpack made with that, how is that going to be you know, easy to carry? But it's a great protective backpack that helps you keep things not only organized, but also well protected in a hard case like that. And it's also hands-free. So if you do want to just put it on your suitcase, you can easily put it on your suitcase handles and carry it that way and have hands-free. It also holds a 13-inch laptop or tablet, so you're ready to go with a few clothes in there. You can have your whole weekend covered. Now, there's some other things on my list other than backpacks. I also have something by Cozy Earth, and it is a bamboo stretch knit pajamas. This is one of Oprah's favorite things. So, you know, I'm an Oprah fan. So if it's on Oprah's list, I put it on my list, too. <laughs> so the long sleeve bamboo pajamas are very soft. That's what I really like about them. Soft and breathable and very luxurious feeling, too. I mean, it really feels like you've you know got something very special on. feels very cozy. And the fabric is lightweight, so you sleep cooler than you probably would with, with cotton. And I like that comfy sleeping or even lounging around. Either way, I think you'll be like me. You're sure to feel like you're the best dressed person in the house or while you're traveling. Now, another product that's really great that I really like to take with me on a lot of my trips is by a company called Hideaway. And it's all about um, these collapsible cups and tumblers and bowls that can keep you hydrated, which is where the name comes from. But it's also made by, by materials that take into consideration the conservation and our environment. So they're easy to pack, easy to wash, and easy to store. And what I like about them also, too, is the one that's the bowl size. I, I actually use that one for my pet's water bowl when I, take, uh, when I take them hiking with me. So your fur baby will like this on a road trip, just as you will, too, some of the other ones. So it comes in cups, tumblers, and bowls. Hide away. Now, speaking of those pets, we go on those road trips. The pets like to run around, uh, get in the mud, maybe get a little dusty and dirty. I found, it some, I found something called Duty Mitt, and it's great for bringing along Fido on those trips because it's a little mitt that you put on your hand, wipe it across your pet, and you get some of that dirt and grime off after they've romped around the dog park or run around the area where you might be camping or where you have your RV. And it fits most hand sizes, and it's easy to slip on to wipe away the, the day's dirt and grime from your favorite fur baby. So check them out. This was really a great find for me, and it would be a perfect stocking stuffer for that person in your life who likes to take their pets on the road with them. And speaking of being on the road and maybe camping and doing things like that, I found something that helps you with your campfires, something called Pull Start Fire. That's the actual name of the company, Pull Start Fire. And what's neat about it is that's exactly how you use it. You pull it, it starts, and you've got your fire there. 
it's the best way to really get that campfire going where you're not having to go back and forth for trying to find starters or kindling or anything like that. No matches, light, or kindling needed with Pull Start Fire. And you can sit back and enjoy a fire for up to 30 minutes. I'd say definitely put that on your list. Put that in your stocking. <laughs> now, something else I want to tell you about is Yarn Novelties. And I like this company because they have a lot of different things that you can use for, for stocking stuffers. They have a bag that's one of those kind of rolled up bags. You can stick it in your pocketbook. You can stick it in your bag, your briefcase, your backpack. And then if you need an extra bag, pull it out, unroll it, and there you have a bag that you can stuff some of your shopping in. Maybe it's food items you want to put in there. Uh, maybe some things that you bought on your shopping trip. Whatever it might be, you can stuff it in their bag. It's big enough to hold it all. They also have a lip balm carrier that's a great stocking stuffer as well. You can hook it right onto your backpack or just have it right inside your purse or your pocket. Put your lip balm in there because, you know, these winter months, everything seems to get dry, especially your lips. So it's a great way to have that easily accessible. Just pull it right out and use it right there. Now, something else that I like to take on the road with me is called Spectra Spray. That's the name of the company. And what they have done is they've made travel-sized health and self-care items that are very manageable. They come in these little skinny tubes that you can fit right in your pocket, right in your purse, also your briefcase or your backpack as well. And they have various sprays, everything from uh, protecting you with vitamins or sprays for your hands to keep those clean. And the good thing about them is that the size that they are, you can keep them right there to use. Because you know when we travel, we are touching a lot of hard surfaces. And you want to keep your hands clean to keep yourself healthy. And TSA doesn't worry about the size. So they go anywhere, anytime with Spectral Spray. So you want to check out their website, which is SpectralSpray.com, and just see all the various items that they have. I'm sure that there's something between vitamins, between immune system uh, health and, and, and care. And even, as I mentioned, the hand sanitizers, there's something there that I'm sure that you'll want to pack in your suitcase for your next trip, or even when you're just running around doing your day-to-day -day things here at home. And my last item here that I'll talk about is by Aviator USA. And what I like about this company is that they have a lot of uh, clothing items that are great for travel. And my favorite is a merino wool hoodie. And the thing about this is that it's lightweight, but it's wool. So if you're wearing it in a cold spot, you don't have to worry about, you know, your body retaining sort of like uh, dampness. These things dry really quickly. Anything made with a merino wool does. So it will keep you dry as well as warm. And the cool thing about this hoodie as well is that you can pull it kind of tight and it actually will turn into a sleeping mask. You can put it over your eyes. <laughs> so if you're on one of those flights and somebody has their window shade open and you want to take a little nap, and just pull this down and you can take that nap and not worry about it. I said that was my last thing, but I want to add one more thing because I recently did a little touring around my hometown. So if you wanted to do a staycation, here's great something for the whole family. It's by City Pass. And what City Pass is, is you get all of your attraction tickets in one place. The perfect stocking stuffer for this time of the year. So check out their website at citypass.com and see all of the different destinations that they cover. Thanks for joining me today. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks. 